You're listening to the Shantyman Podcast, a conversation designed to help those recovering from religion find true faith in the Creator. Hi, welcome to the podcast. Victor Summers sitting across the table here from Samuel Rushton. Sam Rushton. Sam Rushton. Victor Summers. Yes. Hi. Shannon Podcast. Doing? Good to see everyone today. You don't see them. How many times am I going to have to tell you I that? Know, you keep saying that. But you know what? Every time you say that. Yeah. How do you feel? I think. Don't of, care. Move on. No, no. I go back. I go back in time. To the good old days. To the good old days, exactly. Like our good old days or when you were young no, and my I was good old alive. days. And if you're listening, you're gonna understand, you're gonna you're gonna get this reference because my childhood was awesome, uh, more awesomer than Sam's. Because well, the 50s there was where it was a good time of, of <laughs> shut <year>. up. <laughs> because my childhood had a show where at the end of the show, the host would look into a mirror and she would say I see you. Yeah, that sounds creepy. <laughs> I see you. I see you, Sam. I see you, Sally. I see you, Benjamin. And I would sit. She would actually say all those names? I would say, yes. And I would sit and wait for her, her to, to say, say my name. And did she ever? Never. Not wow. once. What a Do you remember that? Do you remember that show, Sam? Uh, absolutely not. It was called The Romper Room. Do you remember that? Those who... You are listening. I wonder, comment below if you've ever heard, if you ever heard your name and that was the most exciting thing that's <laughs> ever happened to you in your life <laughs> so up well, till this point. I understand point. that she would, she would look into a mirror and say people's names. She would put a mirror up in front of her face, which had no mirror in it. And she, and she would, she would say, I see you. Thank you for watching. And that's when I say... Good to see everyone. That's what I mean. I really, literally, I envision people sitting around their Victrola. I don't know what that is either. Their old, old timey radio. I I feel like most people are like listening to us. It's like they get like 10 minutes on their way to work and then... So we got to make the first 10 minutes really good. <laughs> yeah. How'd we do this time? Not well, very. Well, you spend it talking about a creepy lady who's looking into the mirror going, Don't I call her creepy. you, Samuel. That, that, oh, you're ruining it. You're, well, I've never seen it. I don't know what she looks pe- like. People are going, you're going to get some backlash on that comment. <laughs> well, I don't know what she looks like. I'm really sorry. Speaking of creepy and kid, did you ever hear that weird thing on YouTube? My wife just showed me the other day. That is scary. The thing that they, they put in for kids... Um, the kids videos and stuff like that. I just see that. Oh, you have to look. It's called, the, it starts with an M. Anyways, it's very scary. Like apparently it was like this viral thing that was going around where they put in this photo of this creepy like uh, woman. I'll show you after. But, uh, and so kids were like going on there. Getting sc- oh scared, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, freaking that, out that, nightmares. That, that was proven to be a hoax. What? Yeah. It well, was pro- friend, her, no, a friend of ours, uh, their son had saw it. No, though. do some more research. That okay. was proven to be a hoax. I know it's with the big eyes. And the, uh, yes. The, the, yeah. Oh, I saw that, and I no, no I know. Oh my word! That's what I picture looking in the mirror saying, "Hi, Victor." That wasn't it. <laughs> Sorry if I offended anybody. That I've wasn't not it seen at all. the show. She was so I'll, sweet. Go, the romp, I'll go look at the show after we're done here. The Google romper it. room. Even the name sounds weird. <laughs> Stop! You're ruining. You're ruining my childhood. Your childhood? Well, I'm so. I'm sorry. It was so special. Uh, what did you have growing up? You you had no Mister Dress Up. 
Well, yeah. Did I you? had it when it came into like color. <laughs> oh, shut up. Uh, no. I remember um, like Saturday mornings, we'd watch like uh, Tintin, you know, the Adventures of Tintin, okay. the cartoon, yeah. uh, and like Batman Beyond. That was a big one. That was where he was like, had the whole black suit with just the red symbol. Okay. Oh, so good. And um, I don't know. Yeah. What else did we have? The thing is, I we weren't really allowed to watch like a lot of probably what everyone else was watching. So sure. people would be like, oh, yeah, you know, this episode of like, friends or Seinfeld or something. And I'm like, no. Right. And they're like, what? You don't know. I'm like, uh, yeah, no. Our, our content was like veggie tales. If any of you guys out there know veggie tales, you know, <laughs> the singing creepy, uh, vegetables that are based basically off a of Mormon belief that vegetables can have souls. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> you know what, you know what we would, we would, uh, I, I'm not going to throw my siblings under the bus, but Do when, it. when my parents would go to bed, and we wanted to watch something <laughs> dirty. <laughs> Benny Hill. We would watch that and we'd just pray that nobody come down the stairs and saw us watching it. I used to... It was so bad, by the way. Don't Google it. Don't Google Benny Hill? No. I almost said Benny Hinn. Well, that's what at first, yeah, I was like, what? The preacher that would... We would... I would always go up when I became a teenager. I lived like on a college campus. There's a Christian college, small Christian college. So I would always... Go up to the students to get my my content. It's oh, like yes. it's like I, I remember like CDs. So you know back in CD Walkman. Yeah. And like I'd go up and have blank blank CDs and go up and get like my favorite bands that were at the time were like hardcore screamo. You know like not Christian at all. And then we'd go like on on road trips and they'd be like. Oh, Samuel, what are you listening to? And I'd be like, oh, Stephen Curtis Chapman or, you know, the Gaithers right. or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Like the edgiest song, music I ever had that I was allowed to have when high school is like Reliant K. I don't know if anyone ever, ever even knows who that is, but that's no, no Striper. That was probably no, no, that was before my time. No Although pet, I, no I, Petra. I Petra, I, I am a fan of Petra and Striper, though, like later on in life um, when I, you know, when I just decided what I'd listen to, I, I was a fan of them, but. Um, yeah, I actually lean more towards the secular side of yeah. style of music than I, the, I, I tried to get the band that, that did the, uh, the May 4th event here, the grand reopening that? of the Vogue theater okay. uh, at the eighties night. I tried to get them to do some like eighties Christian music. <laughs> did like, they? To Petra. Oh yeah. No. Uh, no, they, didn't. they didn't do Beyond Belief or anything like that. No. Uh, too bad. No. All right. Well, we're Christian nerding out. Should we move on for all those people who yeah. have no idea what we're talking yeah, about? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I hope uh, I hope there was some part of that that you uh, found connect, entertaining. connected to and found entertaining. <laughs> uh, well, today we are actually going to uh, be um, just discussing. Uh, I recently put out on Instagram just for Did some ideas. Did you just ideas. say disgusting? Yes. <laughs> no, <laughs> we're going to be disgusting today. Uh, I recently put on Instagram just to get some ideas of some topics. So if you do have a topic, send it our way, either on our Facebook page, mm-hmm. um, just the Shannon podcast or Instagram or by email. Um, and uh, we had one that came from Matt. What's his last name? MacArthur. Again? Matt MacArthur. Um, so yoga, Matt, Matt, as his Instagram <laughs> name is. <laughs> Shout out Matt MacArthur. Uh, he, he, um, had lots of great ideas actually. And one of them was, uh, why as Christians, we should be champions of the environment protecting God's creation. 
Good one. Yeah. Good one. And very timely too. I mean, uh, if you're listening to this podcast, you've noticed that the gas prices have just gone up. The big in the news right now is a uh, is the carbon tax that mm-hmm. the li- liberal government has just yeah. uh, put down to uh, to three actually three provinces, New Brunswick being one of them. So yeah. there's a lot of debate back and forth on on whether we deserve as New Brunswickers deserve this extra tax. And uh, obviously, all of these initiatives being put in place to curb uh, our our reliance on fossil fuels. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, a great uh, a movement out there in the world today, obviously, uh, that uh, to to make sure that we're looking after in our environment, and the yeah. government is getting on board. This has been completely politicized, of course, as right. as everything usually is. <laughs> yeah. So the environment, believe it or not. It becomes a hot button uh, political uh, um, yeah. initiative or a political topic, and uh, so we do, we don't want to take that track on it. Although I'm I'm I, I love politics. I I spend a lot of time um, engaged in political discussions, both uh, north of the border and south of the border. My wife yeah. and child are both uh, U.S. citizens. So oh, I, I didn't know that. He was. Yeah, I spend okay. a lot of time. Uh, and and uh, in America, in America, and typically the, their <laughs> politics tends to be more exciting anyway. So I spend a lot of time uh, keeping keeping up with what's happening down there. But this is this is definitely a hot button issue. But we don't want to we don't want to touch on that. I think we're going to focus more on yeah uh, what what is as a Christian as a follower of Jesus Christ. Do we have a responsibility mm-hmm. to care for this earth? Well, I think too. Like when you talk to most people, I, I think either people are are very aware or they're not or like they're very conscious and making decisions or they're not like actually the reason why part of it where i appreciate this question is because you know with some of the things we're going to talk about i realize that i'm probably not really engaged in those things you know i'm not i'm probably not really being conscious about decisions that could be protecting if, if we come to that conclusion that we're supposed to you know right. I, I i wouldn't be making those conscious decisions yeah in fact right so um I, I appreciate the conversation or that question even that sense to be like yeah what is our responsibility and do am i just gonna keep shirking it like what will i do with so, it so let's go back <laughs> in time then so you're you're in your mid-20s you you've just admitted that this isn't a big part of your um yeah your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Why, why is that? Look, look back in your, in the history of going to church. Did, did you hear a lot of sermons? No, on, on no, I was, mo- I was mostly told how to behave. <laughs> right. <laughs> Be good or else you're dying and going to hell. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <was most> the, <laughs> yeah. There's never any pros like, Hey guys, let's take care of the earth. Cause it's God's creation. Uh, um, no, mostly. So that's probably part of the, the issue, isn't it? Uh, yes, probably Christian, uh, not proper edu- uh, Christian education. Probably I'm lazy. Okay. Uh, and probably uh, another part is just my own yeah, personal conviction to say it's important. I'm going to prioritize it. Right. So yeah, I think a mix. Now I want to make I want to make another suggestion to you. And if you're listening, then, you know, maybe maybe you would identify with this as well, because I think this was a bit of a problem for me growing up and in the the Christian experience that I had, it, it was a very much a fatalist mentality being that explain. Well, well it was, it was this idea that the world is failed. It's marred by sin. Mm -hmm. 
the it's going to hell in a handbasket. Okay. <laughs> it's this uh, it's this downward spiral. Yeah. Right. And so you know, of course, people are evil. Of course, the environment sucks. Of course, mm-hmm. you know the 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 world is going to burn. And as Christians, <laughs> it was almost like, uh, yay. You know, really like the, like the end of the world is coming. Yeah. If, if we just do nothing, then the end of the world gets here quicker. Jesus returns, we get raptured and, and everyone else. This might be a a whole nother rabbit trail, but I think for me, I've seen some problems with focusing on heaven or focusing on quote unquote eternal life when it comes to Christianity. Yeah. Instead of realizing like life is now, like the life that, that Jesus brings um, through salvation, that life is now. And so what does that mean for today? So I I can kind of see how already it's almost like this anticipating, like people be like, Oh, I'm anticipating heaven. So I don't care about I'll be gone. And, dancing with Jesus in the streets of gold, even though they don't dance. <laughs> right. <these> people, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, I, I would maybe, is that, uh, maybe I, yeah, that that's exactly, that's yeah. exactly this, this kind of under, and nobody ever really said that. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think not, not that I can remember, but there was just this attitude. It was a, it was a, it was a posture that, mm-hmm. that a lot of the Christian circles that I ran in, they just kind of had this, this idea. And, and it wasn't until probably within the last 10 years for me mm-hmm. that, and I tell you what, what changed it for me, something very simple. It was okay. the Lord's prayer. The Lord's prayer changed that attitude what, and posture what for part? me. Thy kingdom come okay. on earth as it is in heaven. Huh. And so my, my attitude changed, my posture changed towards the fact that as Christians, Jesus taught us to pray that he wanted his kingdom to, to come on earth mm-hmm. as it is in heaven. So we're to bring the kingdom of heaven down to earth. What does that mean? That, that, means, that means what we're talking about. If, if we have a responsibility to care for our, the, the, the earth that, that God gave us, then um, we're, to make our, we're to make our communities better. We're to make our earth better. We're to make our, our mm-hmm. land I always, our land better. I always grew up understanding that meaning and to be something different than that. Yeah, because you were ill-taught. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thy kingdom come, yeah. thy, thy will, will be, be done. done. On earth as it is in heaven. Thy kingdom come on earth. Yep. Thy will be done on earth. So you can't, I, I, I always separated the two as well. Like I want mm-hmm. God's will to be done here yep. on earth mm-hmm. as it is in heaven. But do we also want to see his kingdom come I guess, on earth sorry, as just it to, is in just heaven? Just to re- re-clarify, I think for so, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'd, I'd be interested in going back and, and uh, restudying it. But mm-hmm. I'd always understood uh, that like the idea of the kingdom was the the people, like the hearts of the people and stuff like that. So I didn't realize that it may potentially be touching into a physical aspect. I think it extends. I, I think it does extend to it. I yeah. think I think there's there and and this is what we're gonna. This is the question that we're asking, right? So mm-hmm. are we fine as Christians to say that one day we're gonna be gone, right? This earth is going to burn up and be destroyed. And so we have absolutely no responsibility to the environment while we're here. That's mm-hmm. that's that's the gist of the question. So let's get mm-hmm. into it. Let's. Uh, well, your question holds so many points anyway. In itself, <laughs> that could be like: Is the world going to be burned up and destroyed? But anyways, that's a whole other 
uh, side thing. I guess for me, I'm I'm still not fully convinced about that. I'll have to look into that verse, but but I definitely have seen points. Like even if we go back, I know you got your Bible open. And we're going all the way to Genesis, and yeah. and like I would I would say that there's definite definite like um, evidence or definite um, push and conviction from God to say this is what I've made. This I've made it as good, and here's the responsibility of what you have. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Should we, here's an easy question for, for you to answer then. Should we, should we welcome Mm -hmm. a a decaying, destroyed earth? Should we be happy about that? Oh yeah. Should we be looking forward? Should we as Christians look forward to doomsday? Uh, yes and no in the sense of, uh, I can't believe you just said yes. I said yes and no in this sense. Yes, because uh, it says also, I believe that there's a new creation. So I think he's like almost regenerating the earth. So the same where it talks about different times where he's reconciled all, all things to himself, right? He's regenerating all things. I think in that sense where it's like the world, this world is like decaying. Things are kind of like not going good. And he's, it's not just like, well, I'm going to destroy it all for the sake of it. It's gonna, It's gone bad, right? right? It's not like sour milk you pour out. Right. It's more like it's on its way to sour, but he had, but he like specially supernaturally makes it back into amazing. Milk. Right. <laughs> I know it's a stupid and, analogy, and, but <laughs> so the world's going to be all of a sudden created into what it was. I think what we're going to read in the garden where it was yeah. like this amazing thing that was good. Right. And, and I think and, that's what I'm getting at. It's this down, okay, sure. it's this downward spiral that we almost, we almost celebrate. Oh yeah. Which, yeah, yeah. which I, don't I don't think celebrate. I, no, no, no. I, right. Yeah. We don't, we yeah. don't celebrate the fact that, that our, our world is broken. We do right. everything we right. can do to make yes. it better. Yes. Sorry. Right. I'm not trying to say that. <laughs> yeah. 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 But, but, but I, what I'm saying is that was almost the attitude that, okay. yeah. that I, at least my, I speak for myself, at least I, I was taught growing up simply for the fact that we never heard any preaching mm-hmm. on, on the care that we're to give right. yeah, the yeah. earth. I, yeah. I can't remember. Can you? I, no, I cannot honestly remember any. I mean, maybe there was one, but I can't remember being a, like a, a well, even myself, when I speak, I don't think I've ever really promoted no, that. No. Have you? I've just started. I just started. As of today? Since no, no, podcast? no. Like from in the, in the last, in the, I would say in the last 10 years. Okay. I started with this attitude that I'm no longer going to have this fatalist attitude uh, towards yeah. our, our earth, our community yeah. and our world. I'm going to do everything that I can do and lead a church that can do everything they can do to make their community better. Yeah. And I think that includes the environment. Okay. Although, let me say this. Oh, no. I know. I d- whenever you say that, I'm like embracing myself for something ridiculous. <laughs> no, I'm not even going to say it then. <laughs> no, say it. Please do. No, it's I, our podcast. We do what we want. There's, there's limits to that for me as well, right? Like, yeah. I, I understand <clears throat> I understand the balance and I, I'm, I'm approaching... I'm approaching talking about the, the the politics of it because once the government gets involved, mm-hmm. once they start taking our money in the form of taxes mm-hmm. to create their their utopian society or whatever they have envisioned for what the world should look like mm-hmm. is when I have a problem with it. So let me just say that I'm I'm I have a much more balanced approach. I believe that the individual needs to be held accountable. 
Yes, but for, first, is there is there first. A, is there a sense though of like it has to go somewhere higher in order for there to be like a, a bigger Abs- overall change? Absolutely, but it but needs, you just don't. It needs to start with the individual. It needs to start with. So the I guess maybe that wouldn't this be amazing though if instead of the the government taking the approach of let's change these things in order to see a healthier environment and taking care of <laughs> God's creation, whether they'd say it's His creation or not, whatever. If the church was the one that was driving the force to say, oh, yeah. God's blessed us with this amazing river here in the Miramichi right. with amazing creatures and creation, and it's awesome. Um, what are we going to do as a ch- as churches to say, you know, we're going to promote it. We're going to yeah. be the ones to drive it. Yeah. yeah. So good. Yeah. So good. But yeah. I, we haven't even really got to the point where we actually think it's important as, as Christians. Right. So that's the question. So he, he asked, like, is what is our responsibility? Um, wh- wh- why is Christians, we should be champions of the environment, protecting God's creation. So what would you say, according to what you're holding open there? Would I, I be think something- as I think as Christians, we have a huge responsibility and it goes way back. I mean, we're not talking we're not talking culturally. We're not talking religiously. Yeah. We're what we're going to do today. We're going to take it right back to creation. Before there was Abraham, before there was circumcision, before there was a temple, before there was <laughs> you just had to throw. I it just in throw there. circumcision in there. It's just always. It's <laughs> everything revolves around. If you're not if you're not used to church, then you're yeah. like, what is he talking about? Yeah. 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 So um, sorry so, for all you under. <laughs> so before <laughs> before all of that. Yeah. Right. We had as God's creation, and now this this if if you're listening and you say, "Well, I'm not religious, I don't belong to a church, I don't belong to a denomination, I believe this applies to everyone, whether mm-hmm. whether you ascribe to a, a a faith system or not, okay, okay, so we're going back to the to the uh the book of Genesis where we see uh the account of creation now, I think this is, uh, is some of you listening. Um, are uh, six-day creationists. Uh, You take uh, Genesis very literal, and that's great. Thank you for joining us. Some of you (laughs) um, see Genesis as more of poetry and a polemic, a defense of uh, the the popular ideas at the time uh, that Moses was writing. That's great, too. Welcome. Some of you do not believe that Genesis is anything other than ancient script, and yeah, fairy or tale or something uh and you're welcome as well so but let's let's just consider this so we're going to genesis where do we want to i, I want to read some some passages here genesis chapter 1 uh verse 28 um we see god then god blessed them and said be fruitful and multiply fill the earth and govern it Rain over the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, and all the animals that scurry along the ground. Then God said, look, I have given you every seed-bearing plant throughout the earth and all the fruit trees for your food, and I have given every green plant as food for all the wild animals, the birds in the sky, and the small animals that scurry along the ground, and everything that has life. And that is what happened. Then God looked over all that he had made and saw that it was very good. An evening passed and morning came, marking the sixth day. So there we see the, the end of creation, God creating mankind, putting them in this uh, on this earth. And Sam, you and I were talking before we started recording here that God uh, gave us uh, duties 
He gave us yeah. tasks. He gave us jobs <clears throat> as as his uh, creation. Yeah. They were different than the tasks and the duties that he gave to his other creation. Right. Right. Did he give much of duties to the other creation? He told them to multiply. The other other creation. Yeah. Oh, like animals. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. So, but for the for the humans uh, that he created, Adam and Eve, uh, he gave multiple things. Like he said, uh, he said the same thing: be fruitful, multiply, aka adult language, just have sex and have babies, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, he also said, name the animals. And then basically the last one, really, if you look, and I was, as you're kind of talking to us, giving through, there's different sections. If you read through it at the end of one and two, he just phrases it diff- differently. Like places he says have dominion over animals, like mm-hmm. the ones in the water, the ones in the air, the land creeper. And then the other one, other thing he mentions too is, um, uh, is, is, is caretaking of the garden. Right. Right. So I think those two things are paired together. or dominion's not like, um, dominion in the sense of like, uh, necessarily like a king, like, giving orders but more to to oversee it all right right to oversee it all like the garden i think was it was a place that was very good it was a place that was just like um you know would have, would have taken all the best aspects of what we see right here in creation and brought them together without any kind of divide without any kind of thing that was going to taint it or or cause death or anything there so they had this perfect place that that adam and eve were just supposed to keep keep going, keep making it flourish, keep, keep watching over it, making sure that they was taken care of. Right. Right. I think right from the beginning there, it's, God is saying that to him. Yeah. Right. It's, it's interesting, which I never, it's funny. I never saw this before. And I, I've, okay. I've been, I've been going to church all my life, studied Genesis and in, in Bible college and, and so on. But Jonathan Myers from one, one verse podcast, I highly recommend Jonathan. He's, I went oh, okay. to school with him and uh, he, he does a great job in, in a study in the book of Genesis, but he brought out in, in chapter two, which I never saw before, but it's right there. When God created the earth, there, it, it was basically barren dirt. Okay. Right? Yeah. So when you read the account and, and he brings this out in, in his study, you read the account of the creation. There was nothing on the earth. It was barren land. Hmm. And then he created a garden oh, yeah. with vegetation. Yeah. Right. And so it was almost like this garden was the template that Adam and Eve were going to were going to study and live in and mm-hmm. and and kind of thrive mm-hmm. but they were to they were to leave this place and to as as they grow as they have sex and have babies let's <laughs> let's not forget that part that god commanded that um the best part the best part <laughs> they were to leave this place and they were then to care for this for the for the earth so oh, i'm slightly confused so you're saying that the only place that had vegetation or animals was the garden until until later on read chapter two right here then the lord god made the earth and the heavens neither wild plants nor grains were growing on the earth where are you talking where is this chapter two verse four. Oh, verse four you didn't say verse four i was in verse one uh da, 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 da. huh interesting yeah so i i never had that picture of creation before but but then of course jonathan brings out very clearly that this was our job our job mm-hmm. was to was to care for the earth oh yeah right so and, and i i like what you said there you know god given us given us three duties right three jobs yeah and you know adam took care of the first one uh pretty 
pretty readily for us, <laughs> which I'm glad he had that one where he named all the animals. Yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah. Oh. So, you know, God lined them all up. They can buy. He gave them names. I don't know if that's how it worked. I, I, I think he ran from animal to animal. I, no. No, I think we're I think just they, speculating at this point. I think this may not be true, but I like to think <laughs> of it this way. It's interesting that as the animals come by, he gave them very exotic names to some <laughs> hippopotamus. Yeah. And then later on, he got bored and it became like cat. You're a cat. <laughs> You're a dog. Yeah. But the thing is, what language was he speaking? Maybe it wasn't so boring in the language that he was speaking. I really picture it as like the picture show it where it's Adam and Eve and they got like plants all over their genitalia on their, <laughs> on their, their dirty bits yeah dirty bits <laughs> <laughs> and all you see is like all these animals are swarmed so there's like a bear here and a dinosaur here and like a bird here and a squirrel here and they've literally just kind of circled around a naked Adam, Adam right. and Eve it's like this is what's happening guys but, but <laughs> when you when you read the account though uh, if you're if you're careful in your reading you understand that Eve was not there yet oh when he named them when he named them so God the was, pictures are wrong. God, yeah, the pictures are <laughs> pictures are wrong. Most most child uh, storybook pictures That's are wrong. True, yeah. Um, but God was very strategic in this because as Adam was naming these animals and they were they were filing by or whatever, however it worked. If you like to see them in a big clump, that's fine. I really don't care. But <laughs> if they were filing by, then Adam realized that there was none suitable for him. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. He was a loner. He was a loner. Right. They all had their, they all had their mates. They were going about their business, their business. Oh, come on. And, uh, (laughs) and he had no one to do business with. Okay. Did he have his business socks on? (laughs) Business socks. There's an old reference right there. Uh, Google business socks. That'd be a hoot. Um, so, so then Adam realized after this task, after doing this first task, that he was in fact alone. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, and then and then God uh, God created Eve, and he said this. And is then that's where they started fulfilling the second one, flesh of my flesh. Yeah. yeah. So then, so then he gets to he gets to get in on that. Yeah, <laughs> right? on that. He gets in on that. Yeah. And and then and then the the third task, the caring for the earth mm-hmm. and subduing it, which which is is part of it like cultivating it making it good um i just think we've done a really poor job of that as we as we have of of some of the other ones too right yeah um yeah I, well yeah i guess if you were to assess our our current day our current day culture and what the status of just the different things that we do we partake in. Yes. I mean, that would be insane to try to maybe like, like go through them and properly assess everything in your life. Like if I was to really break down all the things in my life that I partake in or do, or what, you know, what are the things that are actually not enhancing the, our creation? What are the things that are not, you know, going to be doing the opposite that one right. wouldn't be cultivating it. Right. Right. Um, yeah, that's a, I don't know. That's a hard question. Like, uh, when I yeah, when I think of it, I I just am kind of baffled at the fact like, do, do we how 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 detailed do we go? I'm not sure. Good question. Yeah, I think I think responsibility. I think I think the first step is recognizing okay yeah. that we are responsible. Yeah, right. It's not a, it's not enough for us to say or for us to have this attitude that the world is broken, marred by mm-hmm. sin. You know, and and of course it's going to be a mess. 
of course there's going to be pollution so let's just dump everything in the river (laughs) right like dump it in the river it goes away eventually we we thought that as as you know growing up during the 70s 70s and that 80s. you do that oh yeah just put it in the what? river yeah everything, actually have, everything went in the river we lived up a little southwest everything just goes in the river i actually have a funny story can ended I, up in chatham can i tell a funny story about something in the river yeah uh, i won't say how long ago but we were <laughs> i was oh camping okay a year ago <laughs> camping with friends some friends and we had like made breakfast something we were trying to get ready to go and i think I don't know if we had left the eggs out or something like that. There's only one egg left and we were all getting ready to leave the campsite and we were by a river. So I just picked it up the egg and whipped it in the river. Anyways, one of my buddies was like, what are you doing? You can't do that. I'm like, well, it's not a big deal. He's like, yes, it is. I was like, no, it's not. And he's like, okay, are you telling me that if every single camper, you know, person that was camping here took, (laughs) took their eggs and threw them in the river, it wouldn't be a big deal. I was like, yes, if everyone in the world took all their eggs and put them in the river, it'd probably be a big deal. But now saying that it's funny, but now kind of recircling back to what we're talking about right now, we're all partaking in stuff. And you mentioned earlier, as we were leading up to this episode that individually we have to take responsibility, right? So if, if we all were able to come under the conviction of the mindset that this is God's creation is something that he said was good. It has lots of good. If you take a second guys and like, I know for myself too, and I just put down my phone for a second and really just take in the Miramichi river and and everything surrounding it and like move away from everything that would be distracting me. Like it's, it's amazing. Right. Yeah. So if we were really to say, how is it that what God has made in creation and in the animals and whatever, uh, um, that we can say it is our responsibility to, 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 like take care of it to say, this is what God has created. The same as ourselves. Yeah. Honestly, like maybe we reflect on that too, where it's like we load a bunch of garbage, <laughs> yeah. garbage in our minds and in our stomachs and in our body. And, and maybe we're actually doing a, a dishonor to God's creation and the fact that we are his, you know, his, his creation. So I think it comes well, there's down. A, that's a whole other, that's a whole other mar, yeah. mar on the Christian community too. Right. That, that we we didn't we didn't we don't even look after the temple right well the, the, i i grew up uh, this is how i grew up though is like for instance smoking is a sin that's what they said i don't yes. i don't believe that but no. because you're destroying the temple of god but then if you ever to say were to say like well okay it's it's like church potluck time and everyone's gonna oh. go back for seconds on dessert how well, many fat overweight christians <laughs> oh, are no. there out there oh, i wouldn't use those terms they're offensive fat <laughs> I would. <laughs> I'm one. I'm one of them. Yeah. Uh, too many church potlucks. Too many right, church pot, term, Too many church potlucks. But no, personal responsibility. One of the th- one of the things that has really convicted me over the over the last, and, and it's really been a number of months too, because mm-hmm. this is such a hot button topic. Okay. And and you know we, we everywhere you turn you you. You know, you're confronted with this idea of the environment. Miramichi just recently, within the last two years, switched to these recycling, the blue bin oh, uh, yeah. thing. So we're, you know, we're all checking the bottom of our plastic containers to make sure it's the right number. And, you know, my son is is just messing up our blue bin every <laughs> week by putting stuff in it that's not supposed Your to be Your son or it. you? Well, I blame it on him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so we're all conscious of it, but I've been convicted most recently in the last number of months because um, of friends that I have that are not, con- not 
not push towards the fact that they feel responsible to the creator or to God okay. to care for the earth, but just as human beings. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and so I think as Christians, we need to have a deeper conviction, even than from those oh, who, yeah. who do not recognize a, a creator right. or, or, or creator God. Um, and there's some really good science out there. My brother's into uh, agriculture and civic culture and all, all of those culture cultures. And, uh, <laughs> um, you know, we, we spent some time in the woods, uh, last year and he was telling me about a book that he read that, that talks about how the trees are all connected, um, microbially, you know, through the mosses and through the, through the ground. And, you know, they can, they, no, seriously, you're rolling your eyes at me. <laughs> oh, a I'm not, bit. I did you, not roll your eyes. I just gave an eyebrow. Your I'm eyebrow like, raised. I don't have to look. Exactly. I need him to send me this, it was, uh, it was this information. Yeah, to see, it was, to read it. oh, it was incredible. It was incredible. Yeah. They actually put electrodes in the ground and they can track, uh, electrical, um, occurrence between, yeah, between I, these trees, I, right? I had heard something about that. Like, for instance, even for your emotional health, for something with the vibrations of a, for instance, a tree yeah. can actually help increase something. I forget what it is, something in your mind or heart yeah. that actually is good for you. It'll make you feel, that's why you feel good when you go out in the woods. But yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I ascribe to that. I'm not, I'm not going to build my life around it. No, but I think, but. I think part of it though goes even to maybe deeper than this, that, that scientific study where it's like when God, when God created it all, he said, it's good and it's for your enjoyment. It's not, yes. it's, it's like, you're going to cultivate it, but you're going to enjoy it. There's going to be processes then through the, what we see with the sin and stuff like that, where it's like, it's going to be really difficult. You know, you're going to have to toil hard. Yes. But, but if we go back to the original function of creation, it was like the joy of, of the person, right? The, yeah. the joy of what he had given us as a gift. So I think even in that, in that sense where, I think not just physically or emotionally, but it's actually a spiritual experience when you're in nature, when you're reflecting on those things. And most people don't reflect it back onto God. Like they don't give glory to God. Right. But I think part of the, part of it inside is like they're experiencing something that God has given them without even maybe realizing. Well, I, that's what I believe that, yeah. that it's something that God has given them without even them realizing that uh, that's what it's from. So why wouldn't yeah. we try to cultivate and keep that? that you know keep yeah. that thing keep that going and a, and a lot of people would say that too that they feel close to god uh when they're when they're in nature when they're oh, out in the yeah. woods and that's yeah. that's absolutely true i i i would recognize that as as god the creator you know mm-hmm. the the interconnectivity that we have to nature is mm-hmm. um undeniable Okay. It, it really is. And some would say, well, it's because through millions of years of evolutionary process, then we've come to a place and oh, yeah. we, we, you know, we yeah. have ancestors that are, that were once rocks. Uh, I don't, <laughs> I don't ascribe to that obviously, but I do believe in the connections that we have mm-hmm. to creation because we had a, an original, original designer right. and we had an original or a uh, uh, creator. Yeah. And uh, he, he made us out of the same stuff that he made other stuff out of. Yeah. So, I uh, think um, just uh, maybe if, if you're looking for, um, you already mentioned one resource, Jonathan, the Jonathan Myers, one verse podcast. Another one that I'd listened to that was really good was um, the, the Bible project. And uh, Tim Mackey is the guy who does all the study there, a lot of Hebrew study and stuff for the old Testament. And uh, he had like a little series on the son of man. And there's like two episodes in that, that he really dives in a lot with this okay. and talks about like, how um, there is a distinction between humanity and then what was labeled in the Bible as the beasts, right? Yes. And he says, when we start treating other people in a way, like when we murder, we become like beasts. So he said, like, for instance, Cain, 
the first mm-hmm. murderer. Uh, he took on the representation of an animal. Basically, he became like a beast and and took a life. Like took something that was valuable that that God had blessed and said this is good right. to take it away. And I, he relates it to with with the um, overall care of of creation. Where then when things started breaking down, that's when actually animals started like eating each other, right? Mm-hmm. And that started attacking each other, and and that became the breakdown of of everything that God had created. So even with that, where it's like it's good for us to not become like beasts and maintain and create. Anyways, he goes into such obviously way more intellectual than I am right. yeah. in those areas. So oh, I'm just saying that as a resource, to, right? I didn't mean to confirm that, but yeah, oh, it, I sound, would, it sounds I would, great. I would, I would confirm that, man. <laughs> yeah. Way more intellectual. Yeah, good. <laughs> well, we're, we're getting down on time and I think we've just really scratched the surface of this, but bottom line for today, uh, Sam, uh, for us as, as Christians uh, and getting back to Matthew's uh, question. Yeah. What kind of responsibility do we have? I think we have huge responsibility. I think it starts with the individual. It starts with what are you doing? What am I doing to care for God's yeah. creation? And then, um, you know, are we taking up these tasks that God gave us? Are we raising great kids? First of all, are we having babies? Are we, <laughs> are we raising great kids? That's, a, that's part of it, right? Yeah. Unless you can't. Unless you can, of course. Yeah. You do everything you can do to. Yeah. But uh, and we're I'm I'm reminded of the live birth we're going to be having here. Hey, shortly. Yeah, we're that is very shortly. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. so exciting. Um, but then you know, then with this idea of of uh, caring for mm-hmm. for our world, you know, we live in the city here, but there's all kinds of stuff that we can do in the city to uh, to make well. To but make but our as I say, better. we haven't really given any any specifics, and I think maybe some people are going to be like, "Come on, get to that." And I think we're maybe intentionally avoiding specifics for the sake of being like, "We want to start a conversation about maybe a conviction of the of the heart and who yes. and who are your, what and how you view the world." Yeah, and then from there you can you can kind of you know make some conviction and, and, and make some decisions from that. We don't want to go and say, in order for you to be fulfilling, you know, what it means to be a Christian, you have to do X, Y, you have to recycle, you have to do this, you have to right. do that. We're yeah. saying this is the overall theme. What are you going to do with it? Right. It's the right. same that we have to ask ourselves. So we don't want to dictate your, your, your life in this no, area. No, not, yeah. not at all. But yeah. if you, if you are a Christian, if you're a church leader out there, if you're a pastor listening, like introduce this topic to sure, your church yes. yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and take a, take a biblical approach to it because this is, this is something that is absolutely uh, biblical. We think that it's, it's founded in not only in creation, but all yeah. through, I mean, I, I, you know, I think we could, we could look at the life of Jesus, for instance, and the care that he gave to, uh, to, to humans and the environment, uh, mm. uh, yeah. himself. So yeah. good. Great. Any, anything else? Uh, I don't think so. Um, nope. That's everything. Let's give uh, let's give people some addresses and where they can find us and where they can comment because people may have questions or or comments. Okay. Uh, Facebook. Just go to the Shantyman the Shantyman podcast. Uh, you can look search it up there. Um, for Instagram, we're at the Shantyman podcast, and our email is the Shantyman podcast at gmail dot com. So you can check out all our stuff, videos, photos, send us questions, comments, uh, ideas, uh, pictures. I also think we should, you know what we should do? We should be giving them a mailing address in, in case they have any cool stuff to send oh, us. Like yeah. like if they have like a cool axe or something very Shantiman-like that we can set up here in our space to yeah. make it feel, you know, make us feel like we're... Absolutely. Let me give you that. If you, you have some, <laughs> some junk, sitting, junk. Around, <laughs> sitting around junk for Jesus that you want us that you went do you want to send us J4J <laughs> um 87 Church Street 
Miramichi, New Brunswick. E1N, that's Edward 1 Nathan, 1 Tango 7. You can send us... Uh, watch, watch you get robbed tomorrow. You can send us something. Or not tomorrow. That's when the our mailing address. Out. I didn't say that. It's my house. Oh, it's not. I'll give your house. <laughs> it's, it's also my house. Um, really great to have you here. I just doxed myself. That's so great. That I don't know what is, that means, but... That, that means giving your personal information over oh, social no, media. Oh, you don't want to do that. Anyways, this has been a great episode. Thank you guys for listening in, and uh, thank you for following us and being a part of the conversation. And it only works well if you guys respond and be a part of this, right? We don't want to be two loser loners here talking about <laughs> ourselves. <laughs> great. Good to have you out. Awesome. We'll talk to you next time. See you later. Blessings.